Section 21 of A Minor War History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes. Letters 61, 62, and 63. Letter 61. Camp near Harrison's Landing, James River, Virginia. July 11th, 1862. Received a letter from you last night. I am writing under very unfavorable conditions, as it is a rainy day and mud and water reign supreme. Whenever it rains hard, the water beats through the canvas like a fine sieve. If the wind happens to blow, it is pretty sure, in addition, to beat into one end or the other of the shelter. The prospect now is that we shall lay in our present position for some time and have considerable leisure. If we do, you can expect a letter from me pretty often. We are hard at work fortifying our lines. The camp of our regiment is immediately to the rear of a redoubt, where twenty or thirty cannon will be mounted. Two eight-inch howitzers are now in position. We are building rifle pits from the right of this redoubt down to a pond, Roland's Mill Pond. When you know that our entrenchments form a line several miles in length, you will get some idea of the magnitude of our works. This is a very interesting locality, plastered all over with historic associations. President William Henry Harrison was born near here, and down by the river there was a stately mansion built long before the Revolution of bricks brought from England. In the family burying ground, I saw stones dating back over 200 years. Letter 62. Camp near Harrison's Landing, Virginia. July 19, 1862. Rod Manning, my present tent-mate, and I got tired of lying in the mud, so we sailed over to where they were tearing down a house, about three-quarters of a mile from here, and managed to gather in a quantity of the old clappards. With these spread on a framework of poles, we have a bunk or platform high enough to keep us out of the water when it rains, and making a very fair seat when, for instance, I want to write a letter to you. This is not the only public improvement. We have built a bow arbor over the front of our tent to give some shade from the scorching sun, and are thinking of a bow screen at the back end of the tent to keep out the wind and rain. Our rifle pits are finished, so we will have no duty except guard duty and a short drill each day. I hope the North will send reinforcements on quickly, for I want to see our army advance again on Richmond and end the war. This is a good place to rest in for a few weeks, where we could have our supplies landed at our very door from transports. In the retreat from Fair Oaks, our company lost ten men, taken prisoners. We have a pitifully short line now compared with what it was when we left Manchester. Letter 63, Camp near Harrison's Landing, Virginia, July 23, 1862. By the papers, I see that a hospital is to be established in New Hampshire for the care of sick and wounded soldiers from our state. That is all very nice, but as much as I would like to see home, I hope I will never have any use for that establishment. I have been out today to a review by General McClellan and have pretty well fagged out. I will try to answer some of your questions. There are not many houses about here. It's right out in the country." Such houses as there are are mostly occupied as hospitals. Those outside our lines that would interfere with the range of our guns have been torn down. Notwithstanding the ravages of war, it is a most beautiful region. 
the busy place now is down at the landing where the negroes are kept busy unloading supplies from the transports our food for a few days has not been quite up to the new hampshire standard our meat has been smoked sides a very poor quality of bacon i have almost forgotten how a real first-class meal does taste those curls well i came to the conclusion yesterday that inasmuch as i had lost my comb and didn't know where i could get another heroic measures were necessary so i hunted up a camp barber and had my hair cut and my head shaved sandpapered and varnished i was looking at the little round picture yesterday and a little end of black hair that straggled out between the case and the picture reminded me that you placed it there the night i told you i had enlisted it was braided and tied just as you tied it that evening we had but little idea then that i was to be so long away thursday july twenty fourth it is about three o'clock in the afternoon and i have just finished my dinner i looked over the miserable piece of miserable bacon that the company cook handed out to me and then started off into the wilderness and when i came back i had gathered in a pint of blackberries which helped out very materially general mcclellan was around to-day looking over the entrenchments one of his staff had quite a little misadventure down by the pond where a lot of us were having a swim a small canal or sluice runs out of this pond which is crossed by a frail plank bridge the general and staff were crossing this bridge when a plank gave way and down into the ditch went one horse and rider the officer managed to crawl out and a very draggled specimen he was but it took the united efforts of the whole party to get that horse onto terra firma i received a letter from roger woodbury to-day he was of the opinion that the third regiment would come up to the peninsula as troops were being sent from that department to reinforce mcclellan i saw hen w h d cochran yesterday and he told me the third and fourth were actually embarked for here saturday july twenty sixth yesterday morning the second regiment went out on picket and got in at noon to-day i had the most enjoyable picket tour in all my experience we were out about two miles from camp and as there were cavalry vedettes and patrols still farther out we had no fears of a surprise attack there were so many of us that no man had to stand a post more than one one-hour turn the rest of the time we were at liberty to roam pick blackberries and gather green apples and have a good time generally no camp ever had a more perfect picket protection than was given by that swarm of foragers and sightseeing scouts close to headquarters was a house a well-shaded cosy southern home the owner and his two sons are in the rebel army but his wife and daughter remain and have a safeguard of our soldiers and you never saw such a swarm of little negroes as there was about that place to-day has been feast day the greatest dinner within the memory of man a genuine bile dish potatoes beets onions cabbage and boiled salt pork and just now rod manning is frying some apples that are going to make a pretty good dish if i can judge by the smell sunday july twenty seventh Hen Everett has just been over here, and we had a good long chat about times in the old printing office in Manchester. The sun is coming up in a way that promises a hot day. 
and a hot day down here is hot. End of section 21